Well, I guess we gotta we gotta talk about the submarine, right? Just talking about people pay two hundred fifty two hundred fifty thousand to go down and explore the Titanic. You know, if somebody's baby daddy was on that joint, you know, a baby mama would have got her uh, uh, some kind of snorkel pack. Every baby mama know at least two boosters that can get them everything that they need. I need an alternator, <laughs> some brake pads. If a black man with a baby mama was down on that thing, brush, if he didn't answer back in two hours, he would have swore. She would have swore he was down there with a chick. Who's this bitch you down here with? You know what I mean? She would have been at the window, beating on the window. Uh-uh, who you down here with? She underwater going live. Uh-huh, we called him. We called him. <laughs> Ratchetness knows no depths. <laughs> Her friend down there with her holding the phone. I can't swim, girl. <laughs> Her ponytail float to the surface. You know what I'm saying? And my brother's on the way. <laughs> they hooking up his tank now. He got the gun with him in the... <laughs> He got the gun with him uh, 50,000 feet below sea level, bro. This ain't gonna do nothing out here, bro. I got the chopper with me too. Blah, 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 blah. What? She down there 50,000 feet below sea level with some Air Maxes on. She got a coach scuba diving suit. <laughs> Says she got some black Air Force One flippers. She got a taser. Like, girl, you gonna kill everybody. What are you doing? <laughs> Girls don't think straight when they heart broke. She playing Keisha Cole in a, in a, in a snorkel helmet. She down there 50,000 feet below sea level, keying the, key the submarine. <laughs> she wrote cheater on the side of the submarine. <laughs> Girls don't think straight when they heart broke. Yo, 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 Yiddick. Hey, yo, man, check this out, man. <laughs> Welcome to episode 18 of the Areola Roller Coaster Rock Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hosted by your boy, comedian Larry Starks in the building. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we are we are 18 episodes in, two episodes from 20, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to give it up to myself one time. Clap it up for me, man, one time, man. You know what I'm saying? 18 episodes, trying to be consistent as possible, man. One man army, you know what I'm saying? Doing this whole thing. I'm talking about all the way from the the, the concepts. I'm talking about that investing in the podcast. I'm talking about equipment. I'm talking about editing. I'm talking about releasing. I'm talking about everything. It's all me, man. You know what I'm saying? And we 18 episodes in, man. So I can't do nothing but be proud of that thing, man. So one time to myself, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody out there. Just checking out the podcast, or we'll be checking out the podcast if you're listening. Uh, whatever platform you're listening on, whatever platform you're watching on, I appreciate you. Shout out to all my folk out there, you know what I'm saying? All my folk out there watching on YouTube, all my folk out there watching on Facebook, man. All my folk out there checking it out on Twitter, man. I appreciate y'all. Tag somebody in this joint, show them what's really going on, man, because you know what they say, man. People don't respect what you do until somebody they respect respects what you do, man. But like I said, we on episode 18 of the area. Roller Coaster Podcast. We, you feel me? We in this thing, man. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, of course, I'm on CP time because, again, I am running this ship all by myself. So, uh, setting up and 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 breaking down is is not as uh as simple as it seems. You know, it takes a little bit of work to find out what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it. But we here. That's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, um, shout out. It's, it's capping off a good weekend, man. We got a, we had a good weekend going. Um, I went to comedy off Broadway, man, um, to go check out the homies, go support the homies and whatnot. Um, Brandon, Brandon Lewis and, and Keenan Baker and, uh, Remo Mills, man, they was all, um, you know, featuring for, uh, Tony Baker 
at Comedy All Broadway, man. And, you know, I ended up, uh, you know, comedians, that's what comedians do. I ended up rocking on stage with them um, for a majority of the weekend. Um, and that's what comedians do, man. You know, if it's a if it's a platform for you to get busy and you good at doing what you do, man, you know, you more than welcome to come rock, man. So I came and, you know, rocked and they threw the lob and I, I you know, slammed it down, man. So shout out to Tony Baker and, and Brandon Lewis and Remo Mills and Keenan Baker, them, man, you know, for doing what they do. And L.A. boys came and, you know, they popped up in the city. I had to show up. You know what I mean? So it was what it was. We out here grinding, making it do what it do, man. Um, whole lot to talk about out there. Being that I started in CP time, I ain't going to take a whole lot of time. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to get it in nonetheless. You feel me? So uh, let me bring his chat in so we won't miss what everybody talking about in this zone. You know what I'm saying? Bring that chat in. Hold up. Make sure there we go. Make sure we all the way right in here. Um, so it's been it's been pretty uh it's been pretty uh, eventful. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot going on out there, man. More notably, man. Um, more notably, they said. That, um, you know everybody's been saying that you know, Jamie Fox had that illness. Everybody was declaring uh, that Jamie Fox was the same thing they did to Demar Hamlin. You know what I'm saying? It was. You know, Jamie Foxx is a clone, man. Uh, why ain't he made no video telling everybody he all right? You know, social media, this you get this audacity that somebody owes you something just because you're a fan. And all of these people, it's like, no matter what was posted on Jamie Foxx's page, they either thought it was fake or they thought that something that happened to him and somebody's, you know, it's the Illuminati and it's a clone and all of that. And it's like, bro, you know, nobody, everybody's losing common sense. It's like, just because you've grown up on his comedy you felt like he owed you an explanation for his absence like can't nobody you know can't nobody recover in their own way all we knew that jamie fox was uh dealing with an illness you know what i'm saying and since he's had that illness he's been you know what i'm saying um basically went black you know his his whole social media his you know public appearances and everything he's he's just been recovering so Everybody had this clone theory, and I kind of knew because we've kind of seen this with Demar Hamlin already. You know what I'm saying? We already seen this with Demar Hamlin to where, um, no matter what, people's gonna build narratives just to fit how they feeling at the time. Like the the universe is dealing with a whole lot of trauma for real, and you could tell by how they how they are personality wise on the internet. Like a lot of people are expressing trauma in many different ways on the internet and we so blind to the eye because a lot of people be on social media while they at work and stuff so it's just like you're doing whatever to pass the time away you know what i'm saying cheyenne smith what up though it's like a lot of people a lot of people be doing whatever to pass the time away so it's like really they thinking that they throwing a rock in the ocean and really you throwing the rock in the pond so you know it's like what you doing is going to have some kind of ripple effect on whatever surrounding it you know what i'm saying that was a bar but but look so Jamie Foxx finally came out with a video because everybody's like, I need to see a video or something. We love you, Jamie Foxx, man. Why ain't you? Why ain't you said nothing? We wondering if you are all right because you know he had a movie in the works and business is business, and you know they've been catching him on on phone cameras. He helped the lady with a purse. He hopped out a truck, helped the lady with a purse, and that ain't Jamie Foxx. That's a clone, and that ain't da, 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 that's a clone. Look at his face. His face looks skinny, and his skin ain't the same color. And I'm like, fam, check it out, man. Check this out, Jamie Foxx anybody jamie fox is human so anybody that's human that's been dealing with an illness means you've been in the house you ain't been in the sun and things been happening to your body so when things happen to your body you can a lose weight your complexion can change you can you can have 
the whole structure of your face look a bit different while you're in, in recovery. You know what I'm saying? But with Jamie having a movie coming out in the same time that everything's going on with his health, you know, if he's well enough, he got to make a video to show that he's all right. That way, the, 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 um, what is it? The attention don't go away from what he's doing. So, um, he dropped a video on, on, uh, um, on Instagram, man. And I'm gonna play it real quick so people can see what's going on. And I might not play the whole thing, but you'll get the gist of it. Let's do it. First of all, I want to say thank you to everybody that's prayed, man. I cannot even begin to tell you, uh, how, how far it took me and how, how it brought me back. Um, uh, I went through something that I, I thought I would never ever go through. Uh, and I know a lot of people were waiting, you know, or wanting to hear updates, but to be honest with you, I just didn't want you to see me like that, man. You know, I want you to see me laughing, having a good time, partying, cracking a joke, doing a movie, television show. I didn't want you to see me with, uh, with tubes um, running out of me and and trying to figure out uh, if if I was gonna make it through. And to be honest with you, my uh, my sister Deidre Dixon, my daughter Corinne Marie saved my life. So uh, to them, to God, to a lot of great medical people, uh, I'm able to leave you this. Uh, video i cannot take and we're gonna leave it right there shout out to jamie fox man you know what i'm saying gotta give it up for jamie fox one time because uh people's ignoring the blessings by um just trying to be the opposition man they ignoring the blessings of that video alone is just a blessing for us to see him well enough to even tell us that he's all right you know what i'm saying so let my mans recover and you know what i'm saying let that be what it is man shout out to jamie fox man uh somebody in the comments like this is his page that he posted this on and somebody in the comments because he was cracking a joke and he was like uh could a clone do this and he moved his eyes like different ways and they said uh that ain't a clone that's a reptilian do you need to do your research that's a reptilian and i'm like bro these people out here are so spaced out that they are believing everything that they watch on youtube bro like <laughs> they like what's wrong with his skin fam he was sick like people look different when they wake up in the morning. People look different when they take off their makeup, eyelashes, and eyebrows, like all of that. So what are we talking about, man? Like, I know it ain't women talking about what happened to Jamie Foxx. Women cannot talk about what happened to nobody when we know the sorcery. <laughs> we know the sorcery that y'all partake in. You know what I'm saying? Y'all partake in some real sorcery, man. Y'all be sitting there and y'all be getting them them bridesmaid beats. You know what I'm saying? You get your face beat for the bridesmaid party or, or the wedding you're going to be in. You know, that's going to be your profile picture for the next six months. Ugly. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? We know what's going on. Do not play this role of what happened to Jamie Foxx because his skin is a tone lighter because he's been in 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 the house and out of the sun that's what happens to people that's why every year you know what i'm saying everybody that's light-skinned or everybody that's that's caucasian the first thing they complain about is how pale they look because they ain't had no sun you know what i'm saying he's a fair-skinned guy he's not dark-skinned like me our complexions ain't gonna be the same he's he's a little bit lighter so therefore he might be a little bit pale sitting in the house you know what i'm saying let some sun hit his face and then see how you feel you know what i mean what was he supposed to do put on some makeup they talking about where the freckles come from. It shows that y'all ain't real Jamie Foxx fans if y'all don't know that this man had freckles. Come on now. Stop it. 
people want to build these narratives, man, for no reason, man. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he he making it do what it do because I'm not understanding these these women are. It was women, mostly women, was calling him a clone. It's like how y'all calling him a clone, and y'all sit there and put on makeup and look like a totally different person from the chin up. Tell me I'm lying. From the chin up, they be looking like somebody totally different. One eyebrow, they look like they smell like what the rock is cooking. <laughs> they sitting there thinking they cute in that picture with that one eyebrow. You look like, hmm. <laughs> they paid a hundred dollars to look like they said, hmm, all day. Your your makeup make you look inquisitive, ugly. Come on, man. You gonna call Jamie Foxx a clone? Tell me he look different, man. Come on, man. Don't do that to me, man. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, man. <laughs> we want to see what everybody look like when they get out, when they wake up in the morning. I want to see what you look like during the day or while you at work or when you at, uh, you know what I'm saying? When, that's how you look when you go to the club. And then I want to see what you look like when you wake up. It's going to be two different people. You know what I'm saying? On this one, when you go to the club, that's Tamia. On this one, you look like uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, goddamn ugly. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Muhammad Third Power, what it do though? <laughs> Average Joe in the building. Um, you know, they did that same thing with DeMar Hamlin. Um, because you know, DeMar Hamlin, he uh basically died on the field. They revived him right there, and then he went in the hospital. And his socially, he went black. You know what I mean? So it's like no, no video updates, just recovery. And it's it's kind of like we've been spoiled by social media. We've been spoiled by social media to the point where we think that celebrities owe us something. That's why the last episode was named being being famous don't seem that fun. You know what I'm saying? Because it don't. It's like social media starts to feel like just because they're a fan of you that you owe them something on how you process things or you recover. They forget that you're human, too. You know what I'm saying? So everything that DeMar Hamlin do is under a microscope now. And. They talking about that he was a clone. He was a clone. Show a video proof of life. We need proof of life. Other than that, he's a clone. Then he makes a video and throws the heart up. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, <laughs> everybody's on the thing talking about <laughs> his tattoo ain't in the same place that it was. He's a clone. See, they. it's like, bro, no matter what, you had a preconceived notion in your head before the video was even posted. You already knew with DeMar Hamlin, Jamie Foxx, all these people that y'all was going to have whatever it is y'all wanted to say before the thing even took place, man. Some people out here is weird, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie to you, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of that going on, man. You know what I mean? Zeno, what it do? You know, it's it's just it's a it's a weird play, man. I don't know. why. I don't know why they do that, man. DeMar Hamlin. He did the he did the ESPYs, right? And on at the ESPYs on the stage, they brought out the whole medical staff that saved Demar Hamlin's life. So he's emotional. They come out, he's hugging. It's a feel good moment. It's a beautiful thing. They show it on social media, and they swearing up and down. This is uh, the industry is trying to keep us blind. This is an act. This ain't. A, it's like how about how about you have some compassion and grace because what if that was your family member. Like I don't know about y'all, but if that was my little brother. If that was my family member and I seen y'all talking like that, I would be kind of tempted to get at you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, one, you don't have a clue what you talk about. And two, you disrespecting the life of somebody who who could have been on the other side because y'all would have been the same people. If DeMar Hamlin or Jamie Foxx passed away, y'all would be uh, showing RIPs and giving your condolences and praying for the families and all of this type of stuff. People out here are really, really weird, man. I ain't going to lie to you, guys. I ain't going to lie to you.
Um, also, um, <laughs> Kodak Black done did a song with Takashi Six Nine. Man, it said uh, Takashi Six Nine done paid. Uh, said Takashi Six Nine done paid. Um, uh, um, said he done paid him a million dollars. Said he paid him a million dollars to um, hop on the song with the verse. You know what I'm saying? So with that, that was crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? That was crazy to see. You know that uh, he popped up with a million dollar verse. You know what I mean? But that kind of that kind of begs the question. You know, um, now all the people in the industry is trying to get at Kodak, saying that he violated by doing a song with uh, Takashi because they know Takashi snitched. And um, I mean, you know. Hey, Kodak has some cold lyrics, man. He was like, I'm so cold, I can make a rat give me cheese. I was like, hey, that's hard. That's hard. I don't know about y'all. Y'all be getting too, y'all be getting too involved. Some people be getting too involved in other people's lives, you know what I'm saying? On what they got going on, you know? And it's I don't never, I'll never understand it. You know, I'll never understand what it is that makes these people take other people's legal matters to heart like it's them. You know what I'm saying? How are you sticking to a code that you don't even live by? You can't live by it because you're not even in the same region as them. So how are you living by their code? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand it. Everybody trying to be tough. Everybody trying to play this role. You don't live by their codes, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't live by their codes, man. Like all of a sudden, you know, Takashi 69 snitched on who he snitched on. Kodak Black makes a business decision. You think he's going to pass up this millie? He's going to get this money. He's going to make it do what he do. I'm not mad at Kodak for that. You know what I mean? Like, Kodak making, Kodak making it do what it do, man. Was that a smart move or was that a dumb move? I need to know. Let me know in the comments, man. Was that smart or dumb for Kodak Black to go get that million dollar verse? And while we at it, I'm going to go on and read this verse so y'all can see it. I'll put it on the screen, but for the people listening online when they streaming tomorrow, man, I'm, I'm going to let you uh, I'm gonna let you hear what this is. So he says, uh, nigga, how you lose your bitch to a snitch? I'm a one-man army. I ain't never need to click. I done came a long way from the bricks. I don't give a fuck making million dollar plays with these jits. Shit, shit, it ain't like we about to hit a lick. We going in on a verse. We ain't going in on a brick. And quit talking what you do. In some shit. It ain't no telling that was you if you what you niggas would have did. Uh, I gotta eat. I'm missing business with the streets. And my little girlfriend would be wondering where a uh my little girlfriend would be wondering if a million sounded sweet. I gotta eat. I'm missing business with the streets. My little girlfriend would be wanting a few million sounded sweet. <laughs> it's hard to me <laughs> for a million. <laughs> he gave him some plain bars and kind of just explained himself through the whole process. Hey, listen, man. Hey, if they got a million to burn, I ain't mad at Kodak. I don't know how y'all feel, man, but I ain't mad at Kodak. I ain't upset at that one, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to understand. I, I don't know why people's over here mad getting at him like something's wrong. I don't see nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say that I would, you would go seek out a snitch to do a song with, but I'm saying like, what is it? What is it about that that rubbed you the wrong way as a person that feels like, I understand the no snitching law and the no snitching rule and all that kind of stuff, but what is it that made you feel away? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Once I can get that explained to me, then I can have a better, you know, understanding of what's popping, you know. But for me, I feel like people's being weird about stuff that really don't have nothing to do with nothing. Like y'all mad at Kodak Black for what? I'm talking about little Bootsy son done 
stuck up the middle finger at him. You know what I'm saying? You done did a song with a snitch. You done blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro, come on, man. Grow up. Grow up, man. Like, you got you to gotta grow up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, you got to grow up, man. On God. What else we got? Um... Hey, that that uh that Kodak Black and Six Nine song, that Six Nine song, that song had about ninety seven thousand colors in it. <laughs> hey, listen, if you have seizures, you better not watch that video. You better watch it with some Google goggles on or something, because uh that that Kodak Black and and Takashi Six Nine video gonna give you three seizures if you watch it. You know, <laughs> it's gonna give you about three seizures, man. Um. Uh, but yeah, um, let me put this up here too, man. I got this joint. This is from uh, it's from this weekend, man. You know what I mean? We was at Comedy All Broadway, man, getting busy with it, man. Shout out to uh, Tony Baker, you know, Keenan Baker, you know what I mean? Shout out to Brandon Lewis, man. Shout out to Remo Mills, man. You know what I'm saying? They threw the alley-oop, man, and I, and I put it down, man. We was on the stage, uh, you know, a couple nights this weekend making it do what it do, man. So shout out to them boys, man. You know, in this comedy game, we be having to stick together because- you know, if we don't hold us down, who will? You understand? So shout out to them boys, man. Um also uh people don't even know that um the SAG AFTRA, whatever this whatever it's called, SAG SAG AFTRA, that the acting union or whatever it is, whatever it's supposed to be. Uh 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 the the whatever it is, the the actors guild. Yeah, <laughs> get it right. I'm like, whatever it is. The Actors Guild, um, you know, the Actors Guild, they done went on strike, you know, and uh, with them going on strike, what done happened is, um, with them going on strike, what done happened is, is um, that's messing up basically the, 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 the acting industry, the movie industry, and um, basically Netflix and all these big companies that need actors. They haven't been paying them like they should be paying them when it comes to residuals, you know, all this other type of stuff. Um, it's, they just been kind of, you know, shafting them. So the uh, the it's like the lower grade actors, the fill ins and all of them. It's like what they get paid on a daily basis as a rate has been kind of insulting and demoralizing. So they've been taking a stand on it. And uh, the big name actors are taking a stand with them because they, too, feel like, you know, uh, if they put enough, they putting in just as much work as you know the, the the superstar actors that they should be compensated well and usually stand-ins and all of them they don't get compensated well like you know i haven't had many acting gigs but i know these big boy sets they want you to be on the set eight to twelve hours in a day for 75 dollars they might want you eight 12 hours for 150 dollars like you know what i mean now i mean if you just out here and starving and you need that 150 i mean cool but if you're willing to just sit outside all day just to be a part of this movie for $150, like, you know, you got to understand and, you know, determine if that's worth your while. For some people, it ain't, especially in L.A., the price of living, you know what I mean? It might be a little bit different, you feel me? Um, but I'm going to read this article, man. It says, uh, actors are walking picket lines outside of major Hollywood studios, man. This this is from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, they said, but uh, will that affect the release of the next movie in your favorite franchise? What does streaming have to do with the strike? And why is everybody mad at Bob Iger? So for the casual viewer, here are some quick answers to mo some of the most pressing questions about the strike. The first question is, why are the actors on strike? 
The actors are striking because they couldn't reach an agreement with studios and streamers on a new three-year contract covering scripted TV and movies because union leaders asked the members to greenlight a potential strike as they went into contract negotiations with Hollywood studios and streamers, and the members overwhelmingly voted yes. The union once called their current contract expired and talks. Uh, the union called one once they called a strike, basically, once the, the contract expired and um, they said the talks broke down. So the union has uh, they said that the key issue at stake in the negotiation is uh, the use of AI and the compensation from screaming uh, streaming. So basically, they saying that the studios are getting into the AI realm to where they want to pay you basically a one time fee to use your likeness and they'll let the ai do the rest like they'll have an actor use the body use their body to do whatever it is like they have like a like a backup actor have their body do whatever it is and then they can go back in and post and edit the person's face onto that that you know that actor and that's how artificial intelligence can work that's why everybody thought at whatever um whatever concert that drake had they thought that you know when drake was sitting down in the chair and it looked like he was talking to his younger self really that was a person that was just light-skinned that just kind of looked like them but on the screen they was actually editing that in real time with ai so if everybody's really can't see on the stage because they far back but they can look up at the screen so when you look at the screen you're seeing the edited version of what's in front of you you know what i mean so that's what studios are trying to do in real time they trying to really not pay actors and they trying to start using ai to save money which is crazy and then now nobody's buying physical copies of movies no more everybody's streaming everything so the streaming numbers are not matching up to what it used to be when they was acting you know what i mean in in real life so you know that's kind of why they striking and i feel them man the money got to match the money got to match the muscle man so you know shout out to the actors out there you know making it do what he got to do you know what i'm saying let me see said i seen tony on that spectrum one commercial uh said is that tony kevin to hear his gun <laughs> blue rodriguez said i just made it in great videos appreciate everybody tapping in man i know i came in late man but you know the work gotta work no matter the time it is man you know like i, I keep telling people man i'm a one-man army i'm investing in myself so the process is going to be a little bit slower as opposed to people who have teams and productions. Like I know y'all look at these big name podcasts and be thinking like they just turn something on and they go. Now that's a real, like they have a pre-production meeting before podcast. Like they discuss what they're going to talk about. They do all kinds of stuff. They break stuff down. And then you have live production staff that are somebody's recording. Somebody's working the sound. Somebody's doing all that. All of that that's going on is me. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. I'm in a basement and I'm making it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the grind is gonna grind. You know what I mean? And this ain't cheap. You know what I mean? This is expensive and this is expensive for one person to pay for. But I feel like you know the grind is the grind. And if if I if I want it to be worth it, then it's gonna be worth it. You know what I mean? So I just appreciate y'all coming in and tapping in with me every time that I push this. You know, I push the live button. Y'all tap in with me, man, and I'm thankful for that. You know what I mean? So. You know, we just try to have fun and, you know, cap our week the right way. You know what I mean? So hopefully, hopefully we find out something. We find out something that's in the favor of the actors. You know what I mean? Because studios, I know studios are basically the machine. You know what I'm saying? And the machine will try to eat, you know, chew people up and spit them out. And I don't think it's right in the least bit because 
when you actually take a look at it, man, these actors, this all they got. You know what I mean? Like it is it's a different it's a different kind of grind to sit there and put in all this work. Right. You put in all of this work and all of a sudden, you know, what I mean, your industry fall down and you got to you got to sit there and mentally prepare yourself to go fill out an application. And you ain't filled out an application in 10 years. You know what I'm saying? You got to mentally prepare yourself to go on an interview at a place that, you know, you're not supposed to be at. You know, but you got to you got to take care of your family. You you down and out. You ain't got no choice. You know what I'm saying? So here we are. You know what I mean? And it's like that's like cuz that was on Miami Vice. They seen him at Trader Joe's. You know what I'm saying? They seen him at Trader Joe's at a, as a cashier. That was years ago. You know what I'm saying? The acting industry ain't always what is, you know, if you ain't doing if, if stuff ain't working out for you, you got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've, I've been there before. You know, I done been a full time comedian. I fell off. You know, life lifed, you know what I'm saying? I fell off and I had to get a job. And it was weird because at the time that I was really, I was a supervisor for a parking garage. And while I was a supervisor for the parking garage, I'm doing my job, having to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? One of the days, uh, the person that takes care of the garage on the cleaning side didn't make it in or they called in or something and somebody spilled a whole bunch of something. So I'm sitting there with the dustpan and the broom and I'm sweeping it up and somebody's like, Starks? And I'm sitting there, but and they asked me to take a picture. And I'm sitting there in this work uniform and I'm just taking a picture with them. And it wouldn't insult or degrade into myself, but I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, that's kind of embarrassing that I have a commercial on TV in real time right now, but I'm I'm over here sweeping up something that somebody done threw down on the parking garage ground. Like, you know what I mean? But life gone life, you know what I mean? So it's like that's why I'm hoping for these actors, you know what I mean? that things work out because that AI is dangerous, man. That AI is a creepy situation. Like I like the AI for the text part, how it can create, you know, it can create text in, in, you know, seconds, you know what I mean? It can, I need a thesis, 200 words about the civil war. And it's like, boop, 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 boop. And there it is. You know what I mean? And I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty dope. You know what I mean? It can help you figure some things out. But when it comes into the, the picture AI and the, um, and the um what is it uh the picture ai and the video ai i think is weird because one thing the ai can't do ai is ai is not good at background faces or fingers and toes if you look at these ai pictures them shits is creepy bro them shits is like scary for real when you stare at them because it'd be a realistic it, it's like it's a realistic look and it's like a dude sitting there and then you look at everybody in the back and it's like their hands is mangled you know <laughs> <laughs> they hands are sitting there mangled and it's like the person in the back they face is scrunched up and it's all you know what i mean like what's going on bro hey dog ai is creepy bro like ai is very creepy i i uh, you know what i'm saying like i know everybody's using the remedy apple remind me apple whatever it's called i just look at it fast but it, i think it's called the remedy app and everybody everybody's looking at that app and and um I think people's taking it and what it's doing is I guess they ask you for a bunch of your pictures, right? So you submit whatever amount of pictures that they tell you, 10, 12, 20, I don't know. They take a bunch of pictures, it loads, and then it'll create a bunch of images of you that's high quality, high definition, well edited pictures because AI doesn't did what they did. 
and uh, like right now that's the craze on instagram and and facebook a lot of people's like doing their pictures and and it's like i've seen it it's like it's giving people slimmer bodies and it's giving men cut up shapes and they all buff and built and abs and all this kind of stuff and <laughs> it's it's causing it's causing a lot of controversy because people's talking about the terms and conditions of the Remini app and somebody read out all of the terms and conditions on a video i would play the video but they would basically uh uh flag me for copywriting if i took somebody else's stuff and did whatever so i ain't gonna play that video but basically they said they get permission every picture that you submitted that company has the right to retain that picture or pictures that you sent in perpetuity for whatever use that they see fit for the remainder of time like they get to keep it forever you know what i'm saying so whatever pictures you send they get to use it in whatever capacity for however like unlimited for however long for the to the end of time so let's just like this is where the actor strike is coming into play it's all you know it's all in a circle so let's just say you submitted your 20 pictures to the remedy app and your pictures you out there you finding among in them pictures you know what i mean you looking good right and it's like okay i posted it on facebook that's the end of the story so next thing you know these companies they starting to get into the ai business and now instead of searching for actors and doing auditions and doing all this unnecessary we're gonna hire six nerds we got a database full of pictures right here that's been sold to us from the remedy app they don't even have this app available no more but they got this big database of millions of people's faces and we're gonna here you use this and you can ai the rest if you want a person to become uh an actor in your commercial you want somebody to advertise what you got going on you can artificially you can artificially make a picture of a person with that face and it's nothing they can do to you legally because they agreed to the terms and conditions of the remedy app you know what i'm saying now while that don't hurt nobody your face might pop up on a billboard you know what I'm saying? Selling candy cigarettes, but it's it's really nothing you can do about it, but it don't hurt you either. It's like that. Hold up. That's me. But you're going to remember them terms and conditions and you're going to be wasting all of this time in litigation in court. You know what I mean? So uh, some people's offended and some people, some people is like, you know, they don't care. They just wanted to see them in AI. You know what I mean? So I understand both sides of it. But for the people that's offended, you got to do the math. Everybody's thinking that they want that they want their information for evil needs or whatever. And it's like, bro, you think that they gonna they want your picture. <laughs> it's bro, you got two warrants. <laughs> bro, you got a 96 Impala <laughs> with a with, with a trash bag sunroof on it. <laughs> and you think they want your picture for real? <laughs> hey, they're gonna use your picture and take it right off because they're gonna realize you're a creep to being uh thanking sweeties for the ad on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? You be inboxing chicks like thanks for the ad, sweetie. You know what I'm saying? And now you on a billboard somewhere. But I know some dudes, I know some dudes is probably gonna take this AI thing, man, and try to flip it to where they're gonna be like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm at her acting, man. They pay me a hundred thousand every time they put it up for her. Nah, man, you put your picture on a Remney app, and that's the reason that you ended up on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey man it's a dirty game out here man and the ai is taking over man I, I hope i hope they figure out something you know what i mean i hope they figure out something i guess that's why everybody's striking but you know there's some geniuses out there they're like make an app let the ai make these people look good and keep their pictures and it's in the terms and conditions either you want a cute picture or you want to give us your pictures in perpetuity into the end of time <laughs>
throughout space in all of the galaxy. Like <laughs> you cannot sue us legally or you can, you know what I mean? It's like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's, the game is always going to be the game, man. <laughs> hey, uh, I know we got that update on, um, we got that update on Carly Russell, man. And, uh, you know, I've been trying to stay away from it, but it is what it is, you know, it is what it is. For those who don't know, Carly Russell was, uh, she's what, 28, 29 years old, something like that. She's actually a well, um, well accredited female. She in a sorority, you know what I'm saying? She got degrees, she got, you know what I mean? She, um, you know, she's, she's, you know, she was handling her business. And they said that basically she was looking for a toddler. She seen a toddler on the side of the road and went to get it and got abducted. So, you know, her family and everybody like kind of put out an APB, like we need to find Carly Russell and everybody went looking for it. And it became a big, like the feds got involved. Like it's a big boy search. And I don't think she think, I don't think she thought it was going to grow that big because they started doing their investigations and she popped back up at the crib days later. You know what I'm saying? And you know, the whole controversy started getting investigated. They took a phone, they looked through the internet and she was searching, you know, uh, how to get abducted. The movie taken said she was watching that, um, just searching about, you know, abductions and, and things of that nature. So they, they realized that she was capping. It was all made up and none of that never really happened. So everybody, everybody's against her right now, which they should be. Cause you know, if you praying for somebody and they use your prayers in vain and you should, you got a right to be offended. But this is my thing. We need to do more than be offended. We need to actually hold her accountable because they said that it is it's coming from it's stemming from her just trying to make her boyfriend mad. You know, she was basically like, I'm gonna show you, so I'm gonna act like I, I got abducted, abducted so you could care. And it goes to show <laughs> that accountability will take you a long way. All right. If she was just accountable at the gate, none of this would have never happened. She did not, she wanted to not lose an argument so bad that she faked the abduction. <laughs> she faked the abduction, you hear me? Just to win whatever battle she was battling with that man. Hey, listen, man. Women, listen to me. I need y'all to hear me clearly. All you got to do is be accountable. It takes way less energy, way less time. Whatever he was mad about, just say, yes, I did that. And I'm sorry. That's all it took. Instead, she's like, you know what? I'm a fake an adoption and, and they're going to be looking for me. He's going to feel bad. And when I return to the house barefoot, he's going to love me and we're going to be happily ever after. Girl, you don't get your... <laughs> If you get your goof ass out of here, girl, who told you that was going to work? That's how you know all your friends are yes men. You know what I'm saying? Or yes women. That's all your friends. All your friends are yes men because nobody told you that was stupid. Nobody told you that was stupid. I know you shared it with somebody. You got a bestie that, that held it airtight. You shared it with somebody. You thought that you was going to get away with this just so you didn't have to deal with whatever he caught you up in. <laughs> you got caught cheating. <laughs> He said it's over. He like, you know what? I'm going missing. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna disappear. I can't deal with this. You know, all right, listen. A woman, a woman don't know. Hey, a woman don't want to be. Listen, it, a woman don't even know how to say accountability. She can't even say it right. She'll start dry heaving. I can't. I kind of. Uh, 
<laughs> Ask your woman to say accountability right now. Matter of fact, tell her say it five times fast. She can't say accountability. That's not in her vocabulary. Tell her to say I'm sorry five times fast. Just so she can catch up. <laughs> hey, but I'm gonna tell you this. This is so this is so toxic though, because with all of this going on and whatever they went through to make her do that. She still gaslit the boyfriend into the point where he's on social media asking people to give her grace. <laughs> Carly Russell got that wet, wet. Carly Russell got that splish splash, you heard? Come on, man. How wet do the coochie got to be for you to be apologizing for her faking her own adoption? Like, <laughs> she got you on social media asking for grace. Bro, what? Bro, what? You didn't pub your mixtape or nothing. What are you doing, bro, love? <laughs> bro didn't pub his mixtape. He ain't plug his Instagram, his YouTube, or nothing, bro. You supposed to use this momentum, bro, and take off. She faked her abduction, bro. You ain't never going to get this much light again. Come on, man. <laughs> ah Hey, I'm telling you, women, women will go that extra mile to not be accountable, bro. I can see that. Like, I totally understand. I totally, not totally understand, but I totally, it, it ain't surprised me that she went that far just for something to happen because she probably thought it was just going to be a local police thing. Like, you know, all oh, the police going to look for me. I'm going to pop up all is well. Everything's everything. She ain't knowing about them being able to trace what you search on Google and she don't know about all that. So she's going to do that. She's thinking she's going to get, she's going to get away clean, come back. He's going to miss her. Everybody's going to be loving on her. Their relationships, baby, let's just work on us. <laughs> You got some tank playing in the background. You know what I'm saying? You got that. You got some tank playing in the background. You know, he can't. He can't. Listen, you get abducted and they find you. Everybody's thinking you dead after 48 hours. Everybody think you out of here and you pop back up at the crib. Talking about you fought somebody in the 18 wheeler truck. Your story was bonkers. Said they put you, they kidnapped you and put you in the back of an 18 wheeler trailer and you, you broke out. Okay. Your story was even bonkers, but I'm saying you think you're going to get home. You know what I'm saying? And cuz still going to hold that argument. Men ain't built like that. That argument's over with. We we glad to see you. It's, it's, it's over. You know what I'm saying? So she thought that that plan, she was trying to hide from accountability. Watch what I tell y'all. When the story comes out a little bit more and a little bit deeper, she was hiding from accountability. And gaslighting is real because how she get abducted and this man has to has to plead for her grace. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro's over asking for y'all to give her grace, bro. Oh, my gosh, man. Boyd, what up, though? Munker Boyd in the building. What up, though? He said, uh, Jesse Smollett level story, all types of hoes in the Swiss cheese plot. Yeah, facts. Yeah, that plot got hit with a, a, a machine gun all over that plot. But I'm, I'm telling you, it was something in her life that she probably thought that that was going to work. She probably thought that was going to work, bro. Like, okay, well, you hanging up on me and you done with me. Okay. Uh, and he probably blocked her. You know what I'm saying? She can't reach him. And she's like, I got to do something to get this man back. I got to make him appreciate me because I messed up. And then all of a sudden, 
she gone, she's over here trying to figure out her story. She's going to pull on the side of the road and call somebody and then act like she see a toddler on the road. Like in her head, her plan was foolproof. She was going to go on the side of the road, act like she see a toddler, go out there, get the toddler, and then all of a sudden disappear into the woods. So her family, mother and father, all her cousins, they really are concerned because they don't know this is the setup. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. So she goes missing. She got a little spot she could duck off at. She's, she's over at the Motel 6 underneath Shanika. You know what I mean? She's underneath one of her friend's names. At the Motel 6, let me be here for a couple of days. DoorDash me some food. Let me use your, let me log into your DoorDash. Matter of fact, let me use your phone. She had a whole elaborate scheme just to a duck being a just to duck being accountable for whatever it is that her and her man was going through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, bro. I ain't never seen nothing like it. I ain't never seen nothing like it, bro. You went through all of that to just duck accountability. My girl relax man so now she got to stand like <laughs> they said she lost a job and everything wherever she worked at the, the man fired her uh i don't know what it is she was doing it was some type of massage place or something something where she had on a lab coat i don't know but i i ain't even really read into the story like that just because i was just like bro i'm getting bits and pieces from everywhere and then i kind of read one story and i just kind of picked it up from where from there i know what's going on you got caught and you couldn't deal with the consequences of being caught. So you try to do whatever, whatever you could do to get out of that situation. <laughs> Hilarious. I just realized that um, this pro, this platform that I'm using has terrible background music. I was testing some of it earlier and it is terrible. I wanted to freestyle to some of it. It was, nasty music man i ain't gonna freestyle unless y'all say it's cool man if y'all say it's cool to freestyle i'll freestyle over some of these nasty nasty beats these beats i think these beats are ai like they are ai generated beats i swear to god like i think they are generated by artificial intelligence like <laughs> ai is taking over the world ai can write scripts ai can generate ai can figure out everything and they making beats now. Like, bro, they taking over the industry, man. AI got to relax. I think AI need to get an Android phone. They doing too much. Unk says she still didn't say what happened to the baby walking on the road. What's up with that? Because it wasn't no baby, Unk. It was no baby walking on the road, man. That was a part of her elaborate scheme. For those that just caught in what I was saying, I was talking about Carly Russell, man. First of all, Carly is a, Carly is a unique name. I only know one Carly in life and she lives in Lexington and Carly got on Facebook and said, I need everybody. I need everybody to stop typing her name in the search because everybody's thinking they got something to do with me. <laughs> Shout out to Carly, man. You know what I'm saying? But we call her Carly. This girl's name is Carly. We call her Carly. It's just two different tones on it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, how out of all the names, they chose that one. You know what I'm saying? But uh um <laughs> uh oh average joe said it's cool for the freestyle you know what i'm saying <laughs> said the beats sound like an iggy azalea verse probably worse bro they terrible i was listening to them man but i was like all right i'll freestyle stupid to it why not said imagine she did all that and made a post while she was gone saying the ding ding dong the witches did like being accountable is that hard facts facts man like you know 
Hold on. Monkey Boy said, just changing, making music. I'm a female 13-year-old musician. Well, shout out to you, 13 years old, making music. Hey, make sure don't nobody stop you from chasing your dream, man. Do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you making your music. You know what I mean? Let me see what this beat talking about, man. Yeah, for those who don't know, I was talking about Carly Russell and um, just about her, you know, faking her abduction and, you know, the police investigating. They don't have no evidence of no toddler, no footsteps, no none of this type of stuff. So she just had a game plan of how she was going to fake her abduction. So everybody's asking, why would she fake her abduction? Because her and her man got into it. You know what I'm saying? And she was trying to find a way. I guess she got caught up somehow, some way, whatever. And cuz was going to leave her alone. She's like, I got to figure out something to where I, I get him back and I can't take the blame. So if I go missing and then I just show up at the house, he's never going to argue with me. He's going to be happy to see me. And <laughs> Girl, you got the feds involved. Girl, them feds is involved. It's a wrap for you, baby. Let me see what these weak beats is talking about. <clears throat> Let me see. These beats are trash. Watch it be hard. That's what I said. Oh, that beat is trash. And it just plays a bunch of shuffled AI beats, and it's just terrible. Like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, that's trash. That beat was hard. That was a little hard, though. I ain't gonna lie. That beat was hard. <laughs> that beat was hard. <laughs> hey. Hey, listen. <laughs> Zeno said, it's the type of music PE, PE teachers be putting on in the gym class. <laughs> they thinking they doing something. Is that a Tommy Gear shirt? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cuz Arthur in the building. What up, though? <laughs> Said it sound like Tron and Knight Rider. Hey, listen, man. Nintendo 64. Hey, it was kind of Nintendo 64 y. That last one was that last one was hard. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little 3-6 mafia-ish, man. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> said that's uh Tootie Reese said that's the James Bond loading screen music. Oh right, yeah. You in uh Istanbul with a, a pistol with a silencer on it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these beats are duty though. I, you know. <laughs> That was weak. Oh, man. It just plays random beats. I don't know. All right, enough. I ain't playing no more music. That was trash. That was trash. All right. <laughs> hey, I wanted to let y'all know, man, if y'all didn't know last week, uh, <clears throat> I showed y'all last week, put this QR code up here, man, real quick. Bow. Just screenshot it real quick. Screenshot that QR code. There you go. I'm over cheesing on the mic for the people that can't hear. Um, Screenshot that QR code, man. What that does is uh, that takes you directly to the link to the Kentucky Urban Entertainment Awards where this podcast right here, this podcast is nominated for podcast of the year, man. And that's only possible because of you guys paying attention, you know what I mean, and sharing and doing what y'all do, man. So uh, shout out to y'all. And uh, also, I'm in two other categories, man, Smashing the Streets, Lexington, and um, Comedian of the Year, man. So if you would so kindly screenshot that if you haven't already. And if you haven't, just let me know. I'll put it back up. But uh, you can you can go in your gallery once you screenshot it and you touch the QR code and long press it. And it'll actually bring up that uh, it'll read it and it'll bring up that link. And uh, then you can just basically enter in your email and then vote. Now, if you're going to vote, it is a lot of categories and a lot of people. And if you ain't in Kentucky and you ain't well versed, you ain't going to know all those people. It never says that you have to vote for everybody. So if you want to just vote for me, then do what you do. If you want to just be a random lottery person and vote for all of these random people, it helps somebody out. So you can do that too. You know what I mean? That's what I would recommend, but yeah. So in advance, I appreciate you for clicking that and making it do what it do. Um, talking about next, um, we have this right here. It's a study that reveals that happy couples are less likely to post their partners on social media. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm going to let you read that again. The study reveals that happy couples are less likely to post their partners on social media. Now, a lot, I know, I know that that varies in very, like in different ways. It's like, I'm happy with my partner and I post him all the time and I'm happy, but I'm gonna tell you something, man. I went through a divorce before in life. You know what I'm saying? I went through a divorce before and, um, let me tell you something. Um, I was posting as a happy couple and I was miserable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this ain't no, this ain't no shade campaign, but I'm saying I know people that posted pictures of who they was with and they was miserable beings. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about when I announced that my situation was over with, 
it was so many people that was in seemingly happy relationships like bro i am so ready to go like bro i'm glad you just i mean you just it, just to see you do this man it just kind of gave me the energy to go ahead and you know make it and i'm just sitting there with my eyes big like what y'all what like huh thought y'all was the couple of the year and y'all on rocky road you know what i mean so um basically said the study reveals that uh you know uh happy couples are less likely to post their partners on social media man um let me find that uh the text on that man i had i thought i had the text but i guess i didn't i lost it so i'm gonna find that uh Uh, where is it at? I'm almost to it. I think I'm close. I think I'm close. I should be close. Um, I don't know. I guess I can't find it. All right, there it is. Oh. Uh, so it says, a recent study conducted uh, surveyed 2,000 couples between ages 18 and 50 to examine their happiness and their social media habits. The findings revealed that couples who share three or more couple selfies per week on social media are 128% unhappier compared to those who keep their relationships more private. Privacy, embarrassment, and not bringing social or regular social media users uh, and not being regular social media users were cited as the main reasons for refraining from oversharing. <clears throat> Additionally, older millennials were found to post more than regularly Gen Z counterparts and only 10% of couples who frequently share updates of their relationship consider themselves very happy in contrast, in contrast to the 46% of couples who rarely post selfies. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? Happy couples are less likely to post their partners on social media. I personally, just in learning experience, I feel like <clears throat> people who post their relationship stuff on social media a lot are busy trying to prove to everybody but the person that they love that they in love, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like you want everybody to know that you're happy, but it seems like you're doing more work letting everybody know than actually trying to be happy you know what i'm saying it's like i guarantee women and men in a relationship if you brave enough because that's a tough question to ask but i dare you to ask this question just on a random day ask your partner whether you the man or whether you the woman ask them if they're happy just random just like are you happy i bet you they're gonna have some topics to talk about i guarantee they're gonna have some topics to talk about the whole time you assuming everything's good, but that's going to give them the stage to get, to put out what's really, you know what I mean? But women don't understand. Women think that men, women think that men don't post pictures of women <clears throat> on their page because they trying to not lose the hoes. That's always the thing. You ain't, you just ain't trying to lose your hoes. And women just, I've talked about this on this podcast quite a few times. Women don't understand that it's nothing to do with it's nothing to do with the hoes in the sense of you posting a picture of a girl and you losing hoes. You're not going to listen. The minute that you post a picture of a woman, you're going to gain more hoes. Your, your stuff is going to skyrocket. That's what women fail to realize. It's like, no, I'm saving. I'm saving me any turmoil. 
because then all of a sudden it might be a girl that don't like you and will use me to get back at you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you, you none the wiser. And she might be asking something. You might be a plumber. You might be, you know what I mean? That was a terrible reference for this kind of situation. <laughs> but it's like you might be just, you might be a cable man. You might be somebody to build fences. You might build decks. You know what I'm saying? And she inquire, she inquire on you building a deck. And here you are. You know what I'm saying? You innocent as can be. And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Here you are popping up, talking to her about whatever and she's just using you like girl look who's hitting me up next thing you know they get back to your girl y'all going through it next thing you know your girl says a toddler's on the side of the road and she go missing for three days because she knew she was wrong <laughs> you in a relationship with carly russell you know what i'm saying <laughs> listen Zeno saying it right i'm gonna leave that right there for a minute man i'm gonna leave that right there for a minute man you know what i'm saying he, he said the the pros go up, you dig? <laughs> Cause Arthur said, been there, done that. Facts. Hey, listen, man. One thing that happens when you sit there and post a person too much, when things go south, you gotta you gotta uh sit there with that egg on your face. You know what I'm saying? Uh he completes me. She completes me. She's the one in my life. And next thing you know, not only is she the one in your life, but she's the one in somebody else's too, ugly. Come on, man. <laughs> You thought you had the baddest bitch in the city, and so did everybody else. She was the baddest in the city, but she wasn't only yours. Everybody else had her too. You know what I'm saying? What you don't want to do is get embarrassed, man. Because even when you go, listen, whole phases don't go away. Whole phases don't go away. Whatever you do in that whole phase, that's a memory for whoever you was whole phasing with. And those people don't usually normally keep them to themselves. They're going to share that whole phase with somebody. This is what you got to know. They're going to they're going to share that whole phase with somebody. You see what I'm saying? And when that gets out and you sitting here with this picture posting of this girl, you gonna be like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. You know <laughs> Look, he said he's going through one now, dog. I'm telling you, man. Listen. I'm going to tell you now. Relationship. Not. I don't know. You listen, if that's a requirement for you in a relationship, then I'm not the one for you. I'm not being bullied into satisfying your ego just so these bitches can know that you all in the uh, 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 uh. I'm not the one for you. I'm not feeding into that. My relationship was super public and my breakup was even publicer. So I know what the top and the bottom feel like of all of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a true thing. That was really just kind of I, I, I can remember recalling I would post just so she would feel better about thinking that I would not her trying to recruit or somebody was trying to recruit me. So it's like if I showed her, that was almost like uh, bug repellent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. <laughs> that made them try harder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't like you. <laughs> they want to not like you with their mouth via me. <laughs> They want to not like you with their throat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm telling you, this is real. I'm telling you, listen, if you got something that you find precious, you got something that you hold, you hold near and dear to you. You understand what I'm saying? You don't never want to give people coordinates to where your treasure is located. You understand me? If you got some anonymity, hold up, anonymity 
anonymity. There you go. You got some anonymity in your relationship. Fam, I ain't telling you to sit here and be incognito. I ain't telling you to be James Bond. But I'm just saying, the more you drop your location, the more people going to show up. You understand what I'm saying? The more you drop your location, the more people going to show up. Real life. You know what I mean? That's the, That's real. I can see how people that don't put their relationship out in the public because it's it's really it's really about y'all. It's not about everybody else knowing that y'all exist. It's about y'all. If you don't trust your man or you don't trust your woman to say no to anybody that walks upon them thinking how you think in the sense of, oh, she's fine in a mug or oh, he's handsome, then you don't need to be with that person. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not the only person that thinks the person that you with is fine in a motherfucker. You're not. You want people to feel the same way that you do. That means you got something. But I'm just saying, you know, you sitting here freely advertising, you know, you welcoming in those devils. You know what I'm saying? New levels, new devils. The better she get, you know what I mean? The harder they come. That ain't that's, that's another bad way to phrase things. I'm my bad, y'all. I'm really <laughs> I'm really uh no pun intended tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> I heard no pun intended. <laughs> he said, yep, she got me going through it right now. Zeno, I'm going to tell you something, bro. I'm going to tell you something. As somebody that was in a relationship for most of my, my, most of my adult life, I'm 40 years old now, man. I'll be 41 next month, man. Listen to me. The, only, the best thing you can do is go for self. And I ain't even talking about some selfishness or be mean to nobody or nothing like that. But when it's all said and done, if you go out on your own shield, you feel you feel ten times better knowing that you went out on your own shield. Because if it goes, if you if it goes away, it goes away. If your relationship ends, it ends. If it's based off of pictures and people knowing, then that's an ego thing, and that's something they got to deal with. And whoever they get with, they're gonna have to deal with it again. I'm telling you, man. When I got out of when I got out of my relationship, man, I started dating. And I'm talking to chicks and these chicks was like eager to get in relationships. This is like multiple women, like was eager to get in. I'm not talking to multiple women at the same time, but I'm saying each time I was talking to somebody in a short period of time, they was ready to get in a relationship because they wanted to publicly display that somehow they was with me or they was with somebody. And I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, who are you trying to prove something to? And I ain't even I ain't even experienced life in a capacity long enough to say, hey, I've lived this long without having an answer, answer to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So that was different. And next thing you know, I kind of, you know, they kind of came to almost an ultimatum without it being an ultimatum. Like, I mean, so what you going to do? And I'm like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm standing on my 10. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm 10 toes down that I'm not ready to do all of that. So it is what it is. And I BS you not. Two different occasions. I said, I'm good. And within that month, they was in a relationship, posting pictures, kissing somebody else. One of them got pregnant. BS you not. <laughs> Real life. So, you know, I think what you don't post works out better. One thing about me, they can't, they can't tell you, they ain't never been to tell you the house that I own, they couldn't tell you what it looked like. My car, they couldn't really tell you what it looked like. People know what it looked like because they might have saw me in public. You know what I'm saying? But they can't tell you what my car looked like. Like people be posting pictures of their house when they buy it. They be posting pictures of their car when they buy it at the lot because you want so bad for people to be proud of you. You're not realizing that that's a security breach. 
it's people out there that might not be wishing you well, and they might be trying to tear down what you build. And I don't like the fact that they was able to get a car. I've been struggling. So I'm going to do what it takes to make sure that their life is a living hell just to make me feel better. I'm going to dim their light to make mine brighter. Same thing happens in relationships. You know what I'm saying? Same thing happened in relationships. It ain't a, ain't a stupider feeling out there <laughs> than, than publicly then publicly putting somebody on your thing, man, and they turn out to not be the one. Now you sitting here looking stupid. That's why women be always posting pictures of them with men. That's why women be always posting pictures of them with men. They being so in love, and the next thing you know, it's it's uh uh a woman's worth memes. Like <laughs> she posts sixty a woman's worth memes, and and you know uh Keisha Cole songs. Like <laughs> she posts a Keisha Cole YouTube link. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dog. That is freaking hilarious, man. <laughs> hey, listen. Right here. Sipo. Hey, listen, man. It's better to keep a low low profile than trying to attract attention, man. Listen, if you're building something worthwhile, something that you hold valuable to yourself, man, keep it exactly to yourself. I ain't saying don't go in public. I ain't saying don't. I ain't saying hide. I ain't saying none of that. But I'm just saying openly advertising what you hold near and dear to you. Relax, cuz. This is mine, cuz. <laughs> this ain't for y'all. This is for me. This ain't for y'all. You know what I mean? When I bring when I bring it out, it's gonna shut everything down. <laughs> when I bring it out, everything in a, a 500 mile radius got to put it up. You understand what I'm saying? When I drop, it's gonna be like coming out with a brand new whip in the hood. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? My uncle's in the chat right now watching, man. When I bring something around, I need him to say, "I see you, nephew." If he don't say, "I see you, nephew," I failed. You hear me? <laughs> if my uncle don't say I see you nephew I failed cuz <laughs> I don't need Facebook I need unk I need unk to tell me you know what I'm saying I don't need Facebook and social media to tell me what I man stop it <laughs> it's real life man that is real life you better know on God. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you all the females that ever see this, they're gonna agree, they're gonna disagree with me real tough. They're gonna disagree with me real tough. You know what I'm saying? I don't see what the problem is. I don't see what the problem is. You want my coochie rate to shoot through the roof, don't you? If fine as you is, you want me to post a picture with you. They see a man holding a woman down, they gonna want what you got. It ain't even about me no more. They just want what you got. <laughs> y'all won't understand it man we be we be giving y'all free game we be giving y'all the keys to the whip and y'all don't even want to start it up and drive it man you know what i mean <laughs> i see you nephews like being knighted in the hood on god on god it's like being knighted in the hood it's real life i see you nephew is the biggest cosign you can get from your family it don't matter what your cousins say it don't matter what you, it don't even matter what your father say. If your uncle say, I see you, nephew, you won, cuz. <laughs> With the elbow cough. <laughs> Real life, man. You know what I mean? 
I see you, nephew. That's it. That's all I need. Everybody else, y'all irrelevant. Mean nothing. <laughs> That's real life, man. I'm looking in the comments to see if people uh somebody said um in the comments of this this post. I got that post from Wealth about the the couples, and I'm reading the comments, and some of the comments said uh true story said happy couples don't even follow each other i noticed that too it's it's some it's some people that don't follow each other but it's other people that do and it's cool like that either or is fine right but at the same time like some people be so at peace and and so trusting that that's not even a thing like because they know some girls only follow they do for surveillance it's not you don't like no it's all surveillance (laughs) (laughs) they send a screenshot who 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 is bambi 21 you know what i mean (laughs) Who is Bambi 21? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Somebody else said, uh, because you don't feel the need to prove that you're happy, you find happiness in, in each other. That's a bar. Uh it said people that post their relationship all over social media should have the clown emoji next to their name instead of a blue check. God damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh a chick, she said, uh, keep things private so they can last. That's a bar. Uh, somebody else said this is a lie me and my ex hated each other and never posted <laughs> it varies it varies you know what I'm saying it varies <laughs> Curtis McAvelli said I was dating somebody recently and she got mad that I didn't want to follow her it didn't last ah oh, lord ah oh, lord <laughs> see we done opened up a can of worms cuz uh somebody said i completely agree i've been with the same person for a long time but we seldom take pictures together we are super happy okay you know what i mean somebody said only the mature people understand uh <laughs> somebody said hey you stop posting your fake happy relationship on social media for validation we all see you though <laughs> oh they said we all see through you though <laughs> Somebody else in the comments said, anyone looking for a logo? <laughs> you know, Instagram be, they don't care what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? You over talking about a family member done passed away. They're like, for logos and graphics and FX, inbox me. You know? <laughs> they don't care about nothing, bro. They the true villains. Listen, man, don't lose your girl to a a, a graphics guy. You know what I'm saying? You sit here trying to post your girl because you proud of your relationship. You know what I'm saying? And end up losing it to the guy in the comment putting graphics in there. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let me see what else. What else we got in this piece, man? What else we got in this piece? Um... Let me see. Let me play a let me play a fly beat while I give out some dates, cuz. Here we go. One, two. Check it out, man. Um, my upcoming dates, man, August 3rd, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, man. Um, 
that y'all need y'all um check my social media for the exact address to keep it real man. You can find it then hit me up. You know, I'll make sure you get that. August 12th, man, you can find me in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's another one you gotta give uh, you know, I'll give you the exact address if you in Milwaukee. You know what I mean? Put up August 12th in Milwaukee. August 6th, I can make some stuff at uh the three oh that be my monthly show, man. This will be the fourth of the show. I'm going to be showing me and my co-host, Rhonda Clay, you heard, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, I got a possible, I got a possible show, um, Perkinsville, Tennessee, uh, August 6th. We're waiting in the tournament. You know, we're in Perkinsville, Tennessee, you know what I mean? We're testing people so they can come in, you know, for people to put them. We'll have that on the show. Yeah, August 6th. My first birthday, you have to get hotel. You can get busy. You know what I mean? Make it what it is, man. So, uh, August 3rd, Louisville, Kentucky. August 12th, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'll back in the. Uh, uh, August 12th. Um, I just heard that my music was bad. So I'll run through that one more time. I thought I was I thought I was on to something with the music, but I guess not. <laughs> okay. All right, I got it. All right, I hear y'all, man. The music messed it up. I thought I was on to something. I thought I had some I sound bad, but <laughs> um, so my bad, y'all. Um, so August 3rd, I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky, man, with my dog Meach Dog. August 12th, I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, August 16th, I'm back in Lexington at Creo. Uh, be my fourth installment of the Comedy on Short comedy show with my co-host, uh, LaRonda Clay. You know what I'm saying? Bringing talent from all over the country, you are. And then uh, August 19th is a possible in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, waiting on them to lock it in. Um, I got two possibles on that date, so I'm trying to see who's going to lock it in first. But uh, August 25th, which is my 41st birthday, I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky at the 21C Museum Hotel getting busy, you heard, on my birthday, you heard. So, uh, you know, August 3rd, August 12th, August 16th, August 25th, be in Louisville, Milwaukee, back in Lexington again for uh, the 16th and the 25th, and it's going down. You know what I'm saying? Straight like that. My bad. I thought the music was uh, holding me down. I guess it wasn't. So I ain't going to play that no more. You dig? Um, what else we got cracking? Um, also, um, before, before we get out of here, uh, I'm gonna talk about Twitter cause you know, Twitter's going to change names soon. Um, but I want to let y'all know, <clears throat> you know, we got merch on deck. You dig, we got merch on deck. You dig stay true. You know what I mean? Real is rare on the back. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the, that's the ransom, uh, ransom note edition. Stay true, real is rare combo shirt. That's the front and back. And then I also have a real is rare ransom letter where it's just a single, this single one on the front, man. I also got a real is rare floral print joint, you know what I'm saying? Um, that I got um I got popping too. I got I got a whole store full of stuff, you know what I mean? So um, you know, if you want the plug to the merch store, holler at your boy, or just go to my Instagram and you can find uh link in the bio on the Instagram, and you can find the store, you can find all that good stuff. And you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, but talking about Twitter, let me get back on Twitter, you heard. Uh let me see. Hold up. What you mean, where? Hold up, cut. That should be at your doorstep, cut cut. I sent that last week. 
Talking about where is your merch? Your merch should be at your doorstep. I sent that last week, huh? Yep. It says delivered. Delivered on the 19th. I just looked at it, cup. You got to check. You got to check, cup. That was delivered on the 19th. <laughs> he said, a ransom note is the Carly Russell collection. Hilarious. 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 She's my date now. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you ain't even checked your mail yet, cuz. That's why you ain't know. You ain't even checked your mail, man. Check your mail, cuz. <laughs> I don't play by my customer service. That's that's right here at arm's reach. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, man. We run an efficient business over it, man. You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, back to uh Twitter. So let me read this. Uh <clears throat> um it says Elon Musk announced that he plans to change the Twitter logo from a bird to an X as a part of his ongoing efforts to revamp the social media platform. He aims to implement this change globally globally starting Monday. This comes after Musk introduced new curfews and a subscription service to boost Twitter's revenue as the platform faced challenges with advertisers and competition from Meta's Threads app. With this being the latest big change since he bought the social media platform for $44 billion last year. <laughs> he bought it for $44 billion. Yeah, he's trying, he's trying to recoup. He ain't making no money off Twitter. That's what that is. But it's no longer going to be called Twitter. It's going to be called X. And if you type in Twitter.com after tomorrow, it's going to take you to X.com. Literally, X. The letter X.com. So it's no longer going to be Twitter. Your app is going to automatically update. It's no longer going to be a bluebird. It's going to be an X because Elon Musk said so. That's a different kind of money. Mm. It's a different kind of money. You understand what I'm saying? You just... You just took the platform and made it what you wanted to be. Just I, I don't want it to be Twitter no more. It's X. <laughs> hey, bro. That's a different kind of money where you just bored. Like, I want to change it for everybody. <laughs> my last my last topic I'm gonna talk about tonight, man. Um uh it says McDonald's is to pay a Florida family eight hundred thousand. After a child was burned by a chicken nugget. <laughs> Yo, I'm laughing with them and not at them because my imagination took me there. But $800,000 worth of chicken nugget heat is a lot. <laughs> 800000 worth chicken nugget heat is a lot, bro. I'm talking about how hot was that nugget to where you got 800,000 legally off of that. Let's read this story, man. <clears throat> a family in Florida has emerged victorious in its lawsuit against McDonald's specifically. The fast food giant will have to cough up $800,000 and the legal order uh and the legal ordeal occurred after a hot chicken nugget burned a then 4-year-old child. Uh said the family initially sought 15 mil from McDonald's. 
as they should have. Uh, y'all talking about a million burgers served a day. Them burgers be four, five dollars. So that means y'all getting five million a year. So 15, I mean, y'all getting five million a day. So 15 million ain't nothing but a couple days work for y'all. You know what I mean? But um, um, it said, according to the South Florida Sun Sentinel, a jury ruled in favor of the family on Wednesday, July 19th. However, we should note that the family initially sought 15 million in damages, so the 800k bag is undoubtedly a smaller win by comparison. Nonetheless, the ruling provides 400,000 for past damages and another 400,000 for anything that emerges in the future. Um, for context, the situation emerged in emerged in 2019 after um, Falana Holmes and her daughter uh, went to a McDonald's in Tamarack, Florida. It's always Florida. Florida is it's always Florida. I didn't, well, you didn't even have to tell me and I knew it was Florida. Um, said after buying Happy Meals in the drive-thru and passing them back to her children, she heard Olivia scream out in pain. The mother then pulled over and discovered a burn, which is documented along with the child screams, which were played for the, for the jury. The chicken nugget had fallen on Olivia's leg, leaving behind a second-degree burn. The lawsuit's basis is that Falana accused McDonald's of not warning her that the food was the food was so hot. Additionally, a law, uh, lawyers agree, uh, argued that the ordeal left Olivia with lingering emotional pain and a scar that she hopes to have revised. Um, in response to the judgment, uh, Falana Holmes says she found the decision to be more than fair. I'm actually just happy that they listened to Olivia's voice and the jury was able to decide a fair judgment. I'm happy with that. Honestly, I honestly had no expectations. So this is more than fair for me. As for the defense team, they felt like they felt that 156,000 should suffice to cover the damages <laughs> with her attorney. <laughs> said uh, her attorney, Jennifer Miller, said Olivia is not bothered by the injury uh, during closing arguments. Uh, the, the defense said she's still going to McDonald's. She still asked to go to McDonald's and she's still driving through the drive-thru with her mom getting chicken nuggets. She's not bothered by this injury. This is all the mom. <laughs> yeah, they got anger in that joint. That is anger in that joint. They, they said she's not bothered by this injury. That's all the mom. You damn right. It's all the mom. You talking about 800 thou wow. Listen, 800 thou wow. For for a chicken nugget, huh? A chicken nugget. <laughs> it ain't even got a T on it. A chicken nugget. <laughs> you gonna give me eight hundred thou wow? Yeah, yes. This is all the mom. She, you done set us up. We might build a future office eight hundred thou. What are you talking about? We got college paid for. You know what I'm saying? We get to start a business. We can build the business, scale the business, and listen, we can change our life off a chicken nugget. A second degree burn. Could you imagine how many hoffs she had to give off? You know what I'm saying? You know how many hoffs she trying to get. Listen, a nugget that hot, soon she put it in. <laughs> Man, a nugget that hot, that's at least 32 hoffs. You know what I mean? It can't be nothing less than 32 hoffs. It is 11, almost 11.30 and we are podding right now. What is going on, cuz? To all my people listening via uh, iTunes and all that type of stuff, it is 11.30 p.m. and we are podding on a Sunday. That's how I know y'all rock with me in real life, cuz. What are we talking about, man? What are we talking about, man? <laughs> Hold on, let me read some of these comments, man. They said, I've been taking my kids to McDonald's all week trying to get one of them burnt. <laughs> 
said, like, Dad, we don't want no more nuggets. <laughs> said, me, uh, don't complain. Kids are starving. <laughs> he tried to get him 800000 They told her to settle for 156000 Tell me, this is all the mom. You damn right, this is all the mom. Yeah, you talking about, I need to pay off my car. You know what I mean? I'm going to pay off my car, get me another one, get build a college fund. I'm going to start this eyelash company. <laughs> and call it uh, McDonald's eyelashes. You feel me? <laughs> you said, uh, that's crazy money for all that. How bad can one get burned from a nugget? Said it burnt the mouth and then burnt the leg. And she, she got second degree burns. Listen, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It is It is what it is, man. Said <clears throat> need somebody to sue him for the ice cream machine. I'm going to solve that controversy for the ice cream machine. Uh, that ice cream machine controversy, man, I'm going to show you, man. The reason that the ice cream machine is never working, it's never broke down. McDonald's has um, McDonald's has actual techs that go in, in the region and fix whatever needs to be fixed. Like they have guys that's, that's their daily job is to go to McDonald's and fix stuff, right? None of the ice cream machines are actually broken. What happens is, is once the machine gets cleaned, because you know it's it's um what is it it's it's dairy so the machine has to be cleaned on a schedule because milk breaks down after a while so you know they have to clean the machine out once they clean the machine and they know that the next shift is coming and however long it is they don't want to they don't want to put more ice cream in there and they have to clean the machine again because they have to clean it every shift you know what i'm saying before the next shift so if they've already cleaned it they'll just tell you that the machine's broke that way they ain't got to get nobody no ice cream. And machines don't never be broke. They just be cleaned up and they don't want to uh, put more ice cream in them and have them be messed up for the next shift. That's all it is. It's no more than that. It's no more than that. You know what I'm saying? I worked at McDonald's. McDonald's was one of my first jobs. I was 13. No, I was probably 14, 15, something like that. I worked at McDonald's, man. Um, That McDonald's don't even exist no more. They tore it down. It was... uh. McDonald's on Main Street, Lexington, Kentucky, man. That was my, one of my first authentic jobs. And I used to eat all the breakfast burritos in there because they were trying to throw them away. And I'm like, nigga, I am starving. <laughs> I'm going to go in the back in the freezer, take this whole bag of it, and I'm going to eat five burritos and then come back in and be good for the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> but shout out to Mom Duke. She got 800000 You got to understand how she... Listen, when, when a... When a person like that, a black person wins a, a large amount, a lump sum like that, she, her problem is not the legal system anymore. Her problem starts to be her family because they know she got this money. It's public. So now all of a sudden they need help with bills. They need help with this. And she should finance the next holiday. And, you know, everybody should cook out of her house on her dime. She got the money. And, you know what I mean? Let me let me borrow this and let's invest in this. And you should do this. And cuz I ain't seen you in a minute. What's up, cuz? Like, you know what I mean? She could run into some real issues off at 800000 she could run into some real issues. She need to get her uh, some solid people around her 
and take that chicken nugget money and flip it a bunch of times. You understand what I'm saying? It is what it is, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. One more time, man, before we get up out of this thing, man. Um, uh, you see the QR code, man. You can screenshot the QR code. Vote for your boy one time, man, at the Kentucky Urban Entertainment Awards. Man, I'm in three categories. Vote for your boy one time. You know what I mean? Screenshot that. Go in your gallery. Long press that joint, man. It'll take you to the website. Put in your email, and you're good to vote, man. You know what I'm saying? The email just deciphers you voting one time as opposed to somebody using one email and voting 10 times. You know what I mean? So that's all it is. And, uh, you know. The next day we'll be available, uh, you know, we'll be available on your uh, streaming platforms. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you want to listen at and all that good stuff, man. And uh, this has been episode 18 of the Areola Rollercoaster podcast. I appreciate y'all boys and women, you know what I'm saying, uh, jumping on this thing with me, man. And we we uh, doing the wee hours of Sunday, man. You know what I mean? We're 30 minutes from the next day, you know what I mean? So I appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. And uh, 8.30 in the morning, this will be on your streaming platform, share it with the people, tag somebody in the comments, man. You know what I mean? Share it with a loved one. You know what I'm saying? And uh, women, say it with me five times fast. Accountability. <laughs> it's been episode 18 of the Ariel Rollercoaster Podcast, man. We we out this thing.